The Thriving Over Surviving podcast is for informational and inspirational purposes and not meant to be medical advice. Please consult your physician for any medical issues you may be facing. The opinions expressed by guests and advertisers are their own and not necessarily the opinions of Thriving Over Surviving podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of our autoimmune diagnoses, but ultimately how we thrive in spite of it. I'm your host, Edie Sahesian. I was diagnosed in 2015 with multiple sclerosis. I've learned a lot about MS in myself over the past few years, but the most important thing I realize is that I am going to live my best life. MS and other autoimmune diseases tend to be a bit of a bummer if we let them. So why not battle back by finding our joy? When I hear the word detox, I think about like drugs or like when you're doing a cleanse or something. But today my guest focuses on getting to the root cause of the physical disease and also how to repattern the mind so that the nervous system is sending signals of health and repair. So we're going to be focusing on detox today with our guest that I've come to love. Her name is Dr. Diane Mueller. She returns for our third episode together. And by now you all know that she's a nutritionist, an acupuncturist, and functional medicine expert. You might not know that she has co-authored a book Use Your Mind to Heal Your Mold and Lyme, which covers a mind-body approach to Lyme disease. So welcome back, Dr. Diane Mueller. Thanks so much for having me again. I'm looking forward to this topic. So Diane, before we get started, can you tell us a little bit about your book and how that came about? Yeah, so my book is called Use Your Mind to Heal Your Mold and Lyme, and it's a mind-body approach to mold and Lyme, which... Just to make sure the audience is clear, many people are walking around with diseases like this and do not know it. So if you have anything from chronic fatigue to autoimmune, including MS, including a variety of autoimmune conditions, fibromyalgia, headaches, migraines, pains, hormonal imbalances, if you've had like these types of things and you can't get to the root and you're like, you've tried things, lab tests either say you're mostly normal or you've tried fixing a couple of things. These are really important diseases to look for because they cause everything that I just mentioned and more. This book is about all of these chronic diseases that actually have Lyme and mold and other toxins and other infections at the root. And so that was part of my illness. You know, we talked episode one about me feeling my leg was being sawed off because of pain and me having this crazy memory loss where I would forget where I would live and all of that. For me, it was Lyme, it was mold, it was a few other disease processes, but those were the two that were at the root for me. And so it's something that I've lived and survived and now I'm thriving, as you would say, you know, very, very well on the other side of this. And so the the point of the book really was to help people understand some of the missing links that we see in working with these complicated conditions. I don't know if you get into this in the book, but the issue of the detoxification is very interesting to me. In episode 34, we talked with Karen Marshall when we discussed some sources of the toxins and things that we should avoid. But I'd love to get into a little bit of what we can do as a result of these toxins. What is detoxification all about? Imagine you have a mug. And with every drop that goes into the mug of water, of tea, of coffee, whatever it is, with every drop that goes in, that's a toxin. 
And so when the body is functioning well, the body basically wants to keep moving those drops out of the cup so the cup never gets full. What happens when detoxification is blocked, and I'll explain how that happens and what that means in a moment, but what happens when detoxification is blocked, the cup keeps filling up, and basically when we get that last drop, the cup spills over, and in this analogy, that's when we have symptoms. So oftentimes it's really confusing to people because if they think that it's like, oh, well, it's just because of that car exhaust, or it's just because of that um, perfume, or it's just because of the, you know, some other toxin they are exposed to. And while that is like the straw that broke the camel's back, the last drop, all those different types of sayings we could use, it actually is a process of problems that is built up over time of the body not properly removing the drops from the cup as we go. I never um, heard it as that analogy before. And yes, I always thought it was one thing, but it sounds like you're saying that it's a buildup over time. Correct. Yeah, correct. And, you know, basically how it happens. So in proper detoxification, our, we do have, you know, our cells all over our body are, are working through detox. But of course, as many people know, the liver is our number one detoxification organ. And so what typically happens is, is toxins make their way to the liver. The liver winds up breaking them down. If the liver is working correctly, what the liver is supposed to do is put those toxins into the bile ducts, known as bile canaliculi. And then the bile ducts connect it to the small intestine. And then if things work correctly, we essentially poop our toxins out. We also sweat and urinate them out and all of that. But this is one of the main pathways we, we get toxins out. So I used to take milk thistle for my liver. I don't know why I stopped, but is there, should I continue? Is that something that would help me? I love that you asked that because that's a perfect lead into where I want to go, which is oftentimes people are reading online about things like milk thistle or glutathione or dandelion, all of these great things that do make the liver detox faster. They do that, like milk thistle helps the liver cells regenerate, lots of utility there. The other thing that people are often doing is they're binding toxins. So basically doing milk thistle would make the liver work better and make the toxins say break down quicker. And then binders, the concept of binders, binders are anything from like pharmaceutical, we use things like cholestyramine or Wellcall. Naturally, we use things like activated charcoal, chlorella, zeolite, these types of things. Binders are basically to hold the toxins in the intestinal tract and they hold them there from preventing them from being reabsorbed into our blood so that we do poop them out. And what I typically see, and when we're talking about in this episode, the missing links to detox, what I frequently see is people online, they're reading about making the liver work better. They're doing their milk thistle and they're reading about the binders and they're taking activated charcoal. But if you're kind of tracking this from the initial pathway that I described on the, on how we detox, remember, we have to get that toxin broken down. We have to put that toxin into that bile tube, that bile canaliculi to get that toxin to the large intestine to be able to poop out. And so one of the missing links is there's actually a transport protein. There's two main transport proteins that actually move once we've done the milk thistles, when we've broken down in the liver. These transport proteins actually move toxins out of the liver into those bile ducts. And so a missing link is making those transport proteins work. Because you can take all of the milk thistle you want. And if we do not actually transport it out, the toxins out of the liver, then you're going to break down the toxins, but they're not going to have anything to, anywhere to go. And the broken down toxins are going to go backwards 
and they're going to end up in your bloodstream and you're going to wind up feeling worse. Well, golly, I'm so glad I'm talking to you. I, you know, I take notes every time we speak, but okay. So tell me about this transport protein and what I can do to provide that to myself. Yeah, there's, so there's two transport proteins, the technical name for any listener. I know some listeners sometimes like technical and stuff. Other people are like, keep it simple. So I'll tell you the technical names. We won't stay there and we'll go back to keeping it simple. The two technical names are the MRP2 and the BSEP. For those of you that like that, there you go. For everybody else, all you need to know is their proteins and the proteins transport things. And we need to make these proteins work. There's two nutrients that have been studied to really help these transport proteins do their job of transporting things out of the liver into the bile ducts. And the nutrients are choline, so phosphatidylcholine. And the other one is the herb myrrh. And so those two things work very, very well. I often use them in combination for people. For people that are really, really sensitive and reactive to a lot of different things, which a, a lot of people are, it's good to pick one and take start with little tiny amounts and then just build up from there and then add the second. But oftentimes we do one at a time for really sensitive people. Okay. So where do I find myrrh? Like that's the biblical myrrh, right? Like frankincense and myrrh. Okay. Hey, why not ask? Where do I find myrrh? Myrrh, you can get definitely over the counter. You know, you want to get as good a brands as possible. You can get it in capsules. You can get it in tincture, meaning like that liquid, liquid alcohol extracts. It is the biblical myrrh. Frankincense is also a great herb too, which is also from the Bible, but it's not used for that, for these transport proteins, but you can get it. Like I said, capsule or tincture. I do find that oftentimes when people are chronically ill, sometimes a little bit of the, the alcohol in tinctures that are used to extract the herbs, sometimes it's too much for people. It is stronger typically in the tincture form than the capsule form. But if you find yourself reactive to alcohol at all, then just get the, the capsule form. I have learned so much in 10 minutes. I'm telling you, this is really interesting. And I'm glad randomly talking about that milk thistle. I did used to take it because I just heard that, you know, it's good for your liver. You should take this. And I know why I stopped taking it because I really have cut back on my booze. And that was the intention before, right? Because I was drinking a lot in my 20s and into my 30s. I, I was taking that, but I, I really don't drink as much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody that is drinking, definitely a good reason to use milk thistle because it does help those liver cells regenerate. But so many things besides alcohol can affect our liver, you know, high cholesterol affects our liver, you know, improper diet affects our liver, poor nutrients, toxic exposure. There's a lot of different things. The liver does regenerate very, very quickly. It's one great thing about the liver is it is a fairly fast regenerating organ, but keeping it healthy is a great idea. But just know that if you're taking milk thistle and you're doing it in without kind of this whole picture in mind, you are probably only doing one part of the puzzle. And especially if you're feeling worse when you take milk thistle at all, that's a big sign those transport proteins are blocked. So if you take milk thistle and you're like, wow, I don't feel good at, you know, in any, any change, you get a small headache, you get pain worse, you're neurologically, you know, having stuttering over your words or forgetting things. All of that can be signs that your transport proteins are blocked. Thank you, Dr. Diane. Now, I'm going to ask Dr. Diane where we can find her because we only touched on a little bit of this detoxification. I'm sure there is a ton more stuff that we could learn from her. But first off, I wanted to ask you one more time to repeat the information for the Hack Your Mind freebie. 
Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who have not checked out these other couple episodes we have done, my, there is a free offering for you guys. It's my Hack Your Mind course. I go through research. I go through day-to-day -day things you can do, lifestyle changes. They don't take a lot of time, but they are research-based techniques that help re-engage your nervous system in what we call the parasympathetic. The parasympathetic is the part of the nervous system that is sending healing responses to your body, is telling your body to heal, to repair. And there's research out there that is showing how we can activate this part of our nervous system so we send those signals. And in this course, which is normally 297 that I'm giving to you guys for free, we go through that research and we go through those techniques. So definitely check that out. And then if you want to work with us at the clinic, we do work with people all over the country, even some all over the world. You can find us at medicinewithheart.com. And then if you're a clinician and you want to learn more about how to treat and test and work with advanced chronic disease, make a bigger impact on your client's life, get more confidence, all that good stuff. You can find our clinical training program at mindbodyfunctionalmedicine.com. Thank you so much for being with us in this trilogy, Dr. Diane Mueller. I so much appreciate you. Keep thriving. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. If you would like to join our growing community of thrivers, there are a lot of ways to do so. Visit the website at thrivingoversurvivingpodcast.com. There you'll find links to all our social media, my blog, and lots more. See you next time when we chat it up with another autoimmune warrior on the Thriving Over Surviving podcast. Keep thriving. <laughs>